0: This is Kiddish Club, News for Jews podcast. We're back with another episode. What's up, everyone?
1: It's Averish Hashanah. You know what that means. What? Tell me. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> R- Rosh Hashanah is around the corner.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a month. You have a month, right? And it- this is the month to prepare, by the way. Yes. The month before Rosh Hashanah. You get four weeks, which I think is like pretty
1: generous. That's generous. <laughs> right? Yeah, I could fix everything that I've done wrong yeah. in four weeks. You're, you really only need like one week <laughs> or a day. Who needs a week?
0: Well, you you gotta like you have to develop yourself somewhat in the month of Elul. You can't just come in cold,
1: right? But the the I mean, for me, I mean, it's really more Yom Kippur. But you know, the the whole you know saying sorry thing. Like when we were young in school, it was like oh sorry, 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 sorry. But now when you're like an adult, you know that you have saris that you need to do. And And they're not forthcoming either. No, 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 no. And you know it and it weighs on you.
0: But that's the age old question, though. Do you ask before Rosh Hashanah? Because you... you like you want to be forgiven before Rosh Hashanah, so that you can come into the judgment day with a clean slate, right? Or is that is that Yom Kippur action?
1: So I mean, it, it's supposed to be like now, but but yeah, I think no. most people just wait till Yom Kippur, like I do what myself. Mean,
0: it, you know, it's not it's not supposed to be now. I don't know what you're saying. No one asks for forgiveness on like I know, Rosh Hashanah. But
1: but think about it. you just said it. You want to go into judgment with a clean slate.
0: Okay, you still have four weeks to prepare yourself. To apologize to the people that you don't want to.
1: Bro, I'm waiting. I I got like 10 years on this and I still have not asked for forgiveness. Forget four weeks. I'm going 10 years. Okay? It's weighing on me. So people
0: are harboring grudges against you for a decade plus? Yes. Wow. Yes. I'll tell you who I have a grudge against. It's that guy the scammer that, that came into our Kiddish Club WhatsApp group. So for those who are not in the WhatsApp group, um, somebody randomly entered and then started texting people. Now, that's if you're in a WhatsApp group, you know that that's a, a huge no-no. Like it's cardinal sin, right? It's cardinal sin, within, but it happens all the time. Yes, but within minutes it was reported, and within minutes this guy was out of the group but it didn't stop him from making like WhatsApp phone calls to people in the group. Yes. And, and to me, that's crazy because first of all, I don't think I would ever answer a random WhatsApp call. Would you?
1: I don't answer WhatsApp calls regardless. If you wanna call me, you call me on a phone. <laughs> I don't do WhatsApp calls, that's it. So
0: I would do a WhatsApp call from a contact Right, if someone no like is in my contact list, I would answer that call. But I'm definitely not answering a random number on WhatsApp.
1: Yeah, not, that's definitely, definitely not happening. Definitely not happening. And I mean, I got, I, I started getting. I mean, this was unique in that you know, I, I don't know about you, but I've been getting, of course, those messages of we are a wholesale manufacturer Gucci, and you can, <laughs> I'm sure you get those, right? No, I you do don't not get ever get those. Oh my not gosh. a one. I get them every day. And I reported them. Anyway, and I block ba- them. Back to this story,
0: I uh, I did a deep dive on the number, and by deep dive I mean I just entered his number into Google. Google, yeah. <laughs> deep dive, <laughs> and 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 all of a sudden, this Naya's article popped up. Yeah, and it's like you know, it was it, this is a known thing. This is a known scammer that comes into from WhatsApp groups, calls the people in the WhatsApp groups. And says, like, you know, he has all the jargon. He doesn't use it really correctly, apparently, (laughs) according to the article. (laughs) Kind of a giveaway. (laughs) Right. I mean, like, if you spend more than two minutes talking to me, you'd be like, this guy, something's up with this guy. And there's really no excuse for
1: it. Like, go online, you know, go watch some videos, understand how to use the words properly, and, and, and scam properly. Are you advising the scammer right now? Yeah, I am. I think we should have him on. Because we know he'll take our WhatsApp call, that's for sure. <laughs> right? No, I'm serious. We should you have can him do on. That. you can do that interview solo. <laughs> Why? No way.
0: I don't I'm not interested in scammers.
1: You know how great that would be? We should pull our WhatsApp group and ask them if we should have the scammer on. I think people would be very interested. I
0: don't know. I mean, I guess you're gonna put the screws to him and be yeah. like, like, I would wanna know how much he's actually netted
1: oh, on this you that. scam.
0: Why? It's the think, opposite. If I, there's any way to get street cred, it's to tell me that you know. Oh, I've uh, so far to date, I've uh, you know, I've come out with uh, seventy five thousand dollars. Like he, no way, he's gonna say it. If he did, it would be I would have mad respect for him. No. I mean, yes, he's a crook, but he's a he's a leader in the field.
1: No, I think we should have him on, you know, in character. So we tell him. You know, we heard you. You know, you're down on your luck, guy, and you know we want to help a fellow yid. We want to have you on, and you can make an appeal to our listeners to give you stucka. He comes on, then we we start asking him a story, then we put the screws. Interesting,
0: right? I mean, it's a little, it's a little dark. It's a little like diabolical, like, <laughs> like gotcha journalism type. You know,
1: people like it's gotcha like, journalism. Uh, I mean, I'm not Chris Hansen. You know I, was what I'm just, saying? I was just going to say that. I was just going to say I want to be Chris Hansen <laughs> to
0: catch a scammer. We can call that's what we can call this segment.
1: I think we should do it.
0: The only plus side is that you know, obviously, we've become a significant group in the WhatsApp <laughs> <laughs> in
1: the From. We've made WhatsApp. it. <laughs> we have a scammer in our group.
0: We've made the big time.
1: Yeah. Very exciting.
0: Yeah. And, you know, if if you're not in it, you can't catch all this action. So join the WhatsApp group. <laughs>
1: you got to be in it to win it. You will not get scammed <laughs> if you don't join our WhatsApp group. Don't you want to be scammed? You need to be scammed.
0: Well, the good news is that, you know, thankfully, we have no victims. So nobody fell for
1: it. Because we have the best listeners. We have the smartest listeners. I've been watching I'll too much to Trump that. lately. <laughs> our <laughs> listeners are the best. <laughs> some people say they're the smartest listeners (laughs) and we will take a moment of course just to mention that you should check out our sponsor our sponsors bedtime and for all of your mattress needs if you want 50 percent off retail on a new mattress that competes with all the big names that are out there you need bedtime when you mention the cast they give you free delivery there's very little that you can do when you don't have a good night's sleep you eat more you're more cranky You are sluggish all day. It's just not good. You need a good night's sleep. The way to get it, get a good mattress. The number is 917-923-3644. And again, mention the cast, and you get free delivery in the tri-state area. On an unrelated
0: note, once we're talking about mattresses, I read somewhere that after 10 years, your mattress weighs 10 pounds more. Ew. Ew. (laughs) because you I know uh, where this is going don't say it because of sweat dead skin cells I I, uh, I just said don't say it. dust mites listen if 10 years has passed and you don't have a new mattress there's no
1: excuse that's disgusting thank you for that little factoid Mm -hmm.
0: always ready to
1: help (laughs) and just to take off from last week's episode we had uh my new phobia was uh air shows. And you scoffed at me when I mentioned that these things are scary and there's always crashes. Well, guess what? August 13th, another crash at an air show. This time they were flying a Soviet era MIG and it crashed. And there's video of it, which we will include in the WhatsApp. So yet whoa, again, whoa, whoa. another one.
0: But a Soviet era MIG? Yeah. Is this what you're telling me? And yeah. Like, I think whoever was flying that knew
1: the risks. What does that mean that means it's soviet era it's got to be 50 years old okay mm-hmm. but first of all it's not 50 uh the soviet union collapsed in what early 90s i understand so but they didn't make years. the plane
0: they didn't make the plane on the day of the collapse today
1: in these air shows they always have classic planes among them in the last when we mentioned the last air show it was also two old planes that 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 crashed and here the pilot ejected he lived and the plane went down and just exploded on the ground. I, I don't believe anybody was so hurt. I, s-
0: I saw the video and I think there were like three people on the plane. I saw a bunch of different people parachuting down and like there's a little explosion when you you eject out of the plane. Yes. Right? That's what we were witnessing. I thought it looked like it got shot down or something. And then I'm realizing, no, that is the the little explosion that occurs when you're ejecting from a plane so it must have been more than one person in that plane but also where did it crash i think it crashed in like a wooded area where nobody
1: was hurt yes luckily but you know it could have ended really really badly and by the way this was brought to my attention i didn't even catch it it was brought to my attention by a listener that's leo from oakhurst he sent this in uh just to underscore the fear i'm not the only one there are plenty of people with air show phobias out there I've never heard the term air show phobia, but <laughs> patented trademarked. <laughs> uh, we're going to make shirts that say on the front, it's going to have the kiddish club logo. And on the back, it's going to say, I'm afraid of air shows.
0: How about I'm afraid of everything? <laughs> yeah, that's better. <laughs> but once we're discussing last week, uh, you didn't win the mega millions. Did you,
1: or did I, or did I,
0: um, let me tell you something. It's hard enough to deal with you as a middle-class boss. <laughs> middle class. If, if Who are you, you suddenly call middle class. <laughs> if you suddenly became uber wealthy, I, I I don't know if I would be able to do it.
1: Well, you you, th- you think I wouldn't be doing the, the cast? I'm doing the cast full time now because I'm retired. Right I'm in my yacht you, right
0: now. Ah, right. This is where you're coming to me from <laughs> from the yacht.
1: Coming to you from satellite on my yacht. Fine. I didn't win the Mega Millions, but the only reason. I didn't win the mega millions, is because Hashem knows that I am so happy and fulfilled right now, as is, that if I got the mega millions, it would just bring me down. Mm.
0: Simcha overload.
1: (laughs) I'm living the dream. (laughs) And by dream, I mean, mean, yeah, I'm not living the dream.
0: (laughs) I always wonder, like there's one thing I would definitely do if something like that happened to me. I would go like if I had 150 not 150 150 if I had 500 million dollars because I won it in a in a mega millions lottery I would like I would visit different shuls like randomly like I would dress up like a random and watch us plunk
1: down a million dollars every time
0: No no I like the shul that would give me like the warm hello and the shalom aleichem and give me an aliyah like, they're going to get pleasantly surprised with a $100,000 check in you're the push. You're so
1: cheap. You're so cheap. You're walking away with $500 million and you're giving them a $100,000? There, there's hundreds and hundreds of shuls. That's true. Like, I'm doing this full time. But if you did it full time and you gave each one a million dollars, you still would... Have, what are you going to do? 200 shuls. That's only $200 million. You got another 300 to give away.
0: No, but if you if you give too large a donation, it'll get out too quickly. It'll, <laughs> you you thought this through, go, apparently. Oh yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go to the shuls that, like, you know, sometimes they have shuls where they're very unwelcoming and like very cold, and they like look right through you when you're a guest. Yes. You know, and they don't see you, and they're very clicky. You know, they don't. I don't. I, they don't mean harm. They're just not friendly, right? right? Like We've all been to a shul like that, where it's like. Like, am I really here? Like, someone pinch me? Uh, Those shules.
1: Give us an example. Give me a name. Give me a name. (laughs) (laughs) I I know you want to. It's not L yet. You could still say it.
0: All right. Zichran Yusachar.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) There's no such shul.
1: I'm sure there is.
0: Well, if there is, you have my apologies. Oh, it's it's L already. See? See? yeah i I'm, uh, I'm
1: in trouble <laughs> okay we, we gotta we gotta move on to the big story because it's a big story we do have to cover it and we have to uh, i'll give a quick rundown um the story we, we started talking about it last episode uh i almost said last month <laughs> started talking about it last <laughs> by the way
0: zolzman is not a joke i mean school is starting it's here
1: yes so the big story is that former president trump has been indicted number four lucky number four he's been indicted in Georgia we knew it was coming but this is like a big one. This is like a really serious indictment uh I'm sure a lot of
0: felonies a
1: lot of, felony a lot of felonies <laughs> <laughs> a lot of felonies a lot of felonies there's
0: even one serious felony <laughs> like it's funny to me how like the actual government has like felonies and then serious felonies. Like, it's on the actual paper. Like, there's such a thing as a serious felony. And then, a, uh, uh, you know, just it's just a, a meh felony. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> fell. you know, they, there's 19 co-defendants in this. They, they're taking everybody down. His lawyer is Rudy Giuliani. Between you and me, Giuliani needs to be put behind bars. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. He needs to be put down. The man needs to be put down. But
0: what is making you say that? Well, aside from the fact that the... The the things that he is saying now
1: are bizarre. That's what I'm saying. Man needs to be put down. I don't mean hurt in any way. He needs to be put in jail so he could stop talking. Between his anti-Semitic remarks that came out, between all the crazy things that he's been saying, uh, you remember with the black makeup that was dripping down his face from his hair? Like, man is just... That's it. That's it. Yeah, he's a nuisance at this point. Yes, yes.
0: And it's crazy to think that this man was one of the most powerful mayors in the country yeah, at one point.
1: hero, national hero after 9-11. Yeah. But so just, just to uh, explain a little bit, so there's a lot of, of news about the Trump indictment and people are saying, you know, of course, it's a witch hunt, it's political, and it, of course, it is political. There's no question that there's a political element to it. You know, the fact that there's four indictments and... Uh, We're going into an election in a few months. That's not a coincidence, right? But at the same time, this is a serious charge. It's on the state level, which means that even if Trump were to win the election, he couldn't pardon himself. And even if he gets indicted and he found guilty, the governor, the Republican governor of Georgia cannot pardon him because in Georgia, apparently there's a panel that has to approve it. There's no way he's getting that approval. So this is serious, and he could actually go to jail for this.
0: Wait, it does depend on what that panel is made up of. I'm like, I'm taking everything you're saying as fact, right? But if that's true, who's, who makes up this panel? Like, who can pardon someone in, in, in Georgia when they commit a state felony?
1: So I don't know the exact answer, um, but I know that it it's not the usual <laughs> stroke of a pen from the governor to give yeah. the pardon. That much i know Wait, is
0: that is that just in georgia
1: yes i'm sure there's other states that have similar laws but georgia's one of them and he's been indicted in atlanta which is a very liberal joe biden democrat uh stronghold stronghold thank you and you know it's it's not florida so it, it it's definitely you know serious and so i was reading a lot of these articles uh you know, they, they talk about, you know, if, if you read, and I did, I perused the indictment. Uh, I read a little bit of it so that I could bring it to our listeners so they don't have to read it and yeah dumb it down for us. Exactly. So, so there's a bunch of things and you're going to see them in the news, like people talking about how, uh, you know, one of the charges is on a tweet that he sent. One of them is on a phone call and like, wait a minute, is not does, don't we have freedom of speech? First amendment of the constitution. So I, uh. I did catch Ben Shapiro's analysis, and he broke it down really well. And basically, the way it works is like this. They're charging him with RICO violations, right? racketeering, RICO, R-I-C-O, right? So racketeering charges, we know those from, they always use them on the mafia, right? That's why it was was actually created for racketeering charges. So they didn't charge him with insurrection. They did not charge him with inciting a riot. We know they, they would never get that conviction. But with rico it's a little different so essentially just to make it very simple if they can prove that he was trying to overturn the election while knowing he actually lost that would be a crime and if that's true then they could take everything he said every tweet every phone call every text message and they could use that against him which and they are actually in the indictments right so if he if he's trying to overturn the election now he sends a text message to his wife. And it says, by the way, shred those documents that I have. Now, telling your wife to shred documents, nothing wrong with that. But if it's connected to overturning an election, everything you say and everything you do can be a RICO violation. And that's why there's so many counts. If convicted, it could carry up to 70 years in jail.
0: 70 years is pretty serious. And it would mean that he would be running the country from jail, which I don't think is very likely.
1: Exactly. I, I mean, it would be. I think it would be a constitutional crisis. It's never happened before. Clearly, uh, I don't. I, I don't even know how it would work. Right? H- how could such a thing actually work? But there's zero chance of him winning an election if he's if he's convicted. I mean, literally zero chance.
0: Why? What? What does that mean? A lot of people are saying that. The a lot of people are more,
1: saying the more
0: that they take swings at him. The more popular he gets, we covered this in the last episode. And if he can convince, yes, but if he can convince the general public that it is a witch hunt, that it is corrupt, and he's not far away because look at his approval ratings, right? I mean, who's no, to his say? approval
1: ratings the, are the same as Biden's right now? Not well, better. I don't know. They're neck and neck. Are and they again? Yes, and all of it depends on the independents. The independents are not going to go for this.
0: Even okay, Republicans, once, once,
1: many Republicans don't go for this. Yeah, but once we're entertaining the situation,
0: right, what would happen if he gets convicted and he wins the popular vote? I guess maybe it'll be up to the Electoral College. Maybe we'll see them step in.
1: But let's say that they actually do vote him in. I think that that would be a constitutional crisis because I don't think he can be president while in prison. Why not? No, meaning he could be president, but he can't actually fulfill his duties as president. How is it going to work? Right. So
0: yeah i mean i'm having a hard time believing that he can't pardon himself if the president of the united states walks up to georgia and says let this man go free that that can't happen
1: no it's a state we are a federalist system and this is a state's purview he can't do it on a federal level there's nothing he could do but there is a bright side to all of this let me hear it it's going to be televised oh yeah <laughs>
0: oh yeah but, but not much happens in an indictment necessarily I don't care he just sits there and he's gonna be like yes <laughs> yeah okay like you know he's. Pro- it would be great if he's very Trumpian yeah during the indictment but I don't think he will be
1: <laughs> he, the faces he's gonna make the the whole thing's gonna be it's gonna be a circus for our entertainment
0: <laughs> I mean look it feels like they're bullying him and that's you know this is what they want they want this circus they want to parade him around and make him look like the common criminal but i think the more they do it the more he gains
1: he gains and it only helps him in the republican primaries doesn't help him with the general populace that's what i that's what i say that's what polls show it's every poll that that's a national poll he doesn't do well
0: well yeah, let's let's just talk about timelines for a second when does this go to trial in your professional estimation (laughs)
1: uh the uh the da said that he wants it to go quickly so they believe that it's going to happen before uh within the next coming months
0: really so far before any election
1: yep but also in other news coming out of georgia i don't know if you've seen this one but you remember the murder hornets remember those guys
0: Oh yeah, we we covered that last summer.
1: Yeah, and we haven't heard about them in a while, right?
0: I mean, baruch hashem.
1: Yeah, baruch hashem. They didn't But, but I did see contained. something.
0: I I saw something the other day that looked like a, a murder hornet. Like that's my <laughs> new thing. Like if a bug is too big, murder hornet. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it was it was like it looked like a bumblebee the size of my fist.
1: Yeah, it could be. You you should call you call three one one or whatever and report it.
0: Yeah, that doesn't happen. I run <laughs> as fast as I can. I really become like a, a a baby when it comes to to these things. We all are. Like, if, like bees, get away. I can't of do it.
1: No, it's not even a bee. It's a wasp. Again, know the difference, okay? Bees are crucial to our food supply. They pollinate all the flowers and the vegetables and everything we eat. We need honeybees, and they're generally, unless you really start up with a honeybee, they're not going to bother you. A wasp is something completely different wafts are just evil they're really yeah wasps are bad they're just bad they're evil they're really evil and they
0: do they serve a purpose
1: in nature at least of course everything serves a purpose you know there's there's plenty of animals that eat them but the the danger from the murder hornets the reason why the, the government was going crazy is because they feed primarily on honeybees and if they eat the honeybees that means our crops are not getting pollinated And that means we're going to have a shortage of crops. Now, of course, there's artificial ways to pollinate, et cetera, et cetera. So that means the prices would go up, uh, cause potential recession, fears, et cetera, et cetera. So it it, it is a, a serious thing specifically because they attack honeybees. So this is not a murder, murder hornet, but it's, it's cousin, it's a bee eating cousin of the murder hornet called the yellow legged hornet or Vespa velutina.
0: What isn't there like it's good that I some gave you type the Latin, of right?
1: <laughs> it's very important. Is
0: there, is there a nefarious name for it? Uh, the
1: yellow-legged hornet. <laughs>
0: That's, I'm saying, come on, <laughs> right? It's up against murder hornets. Come what, what on, more, th- what, it, what do you sound, want to call it?
1: I don't know. Give me something good. Uh, Malachamavis, <laughs> they're a hornet. <laughs> what, what, you know, uh, I don't know. Satan bees. I don't know. <laughs> Satan bee. <laughs> so they found them in georgia now and these guys are apparently just as bad as regular murder murder hornets i can't say it it's a tongue twister that word and they come from southeast asia they're not native to the united states so once again asia's sending their best first they send us their covid now they send us their murder hornets it's asia's doing great here how do they even get here somebody had to bring one on a plane well it's probably in like cargo you know, we get all of our you know, shipping containers. Like, a, like yeah. a boat. Yeah, yeah. You only need a couple of them. One nest, okay? One nest has roughly six thousand of these hornets.
0: And those could easily attach themselves to a shipping container.
1: Easily. Easily. So coming back to politics for a minute, coming back to the primaries, I don't know if you saw this one. So one of the candidates for the Republican nomination who's really been moving is Vivek Ramaswamy. I know you heard of him
0: yeah i saw him and the reason why i saw him is because he was offering like commissions yes on yes. on people who raise money for him yeah i was like what what a jewish head <laughs> <Yiddish> <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> all the way like if you want
1: to get people to collect give them a cut yeah he he, he listen he's a really interesting candidate first of all he's very wealthy he's worth at least 500 million dollars according to forbes he's worth over 600 million dollars whoa what does he do he had started uh, a bunch of businesses venture funds etc he's born his parents are indian hindu immigrants which is great to have on your resume right uh he's 38 years old he's not 70 or 71 or 72 or 89 like biden it seems like biden's 89 and what's the minimum there's a minimum age for president right is it 35. yes uh it is 35 very good so you can't learn kabbalah but you can be president (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah he's he's been generating a lot of like you know a lot of interest and you know and he's really getting out there and um the thing i don't get at all and we're gonna post a video of this is uh, his rally that he had, I, I believe, in Iowa. And he started rapping. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean rapping? Uh, here it is. I'll play it for you. Loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's joking half. Everybody's joking now. The clock's run out.
0: <laughs> so ridiculous. Just, it, I, that's a famous Eminem song.
1: But what is he doing? I don't what know. What is happening I mean, look, here?
0: I think it's like I guess it's impressive That he has all the lyrics down Because those are tough lyrics To you know To memorize I guess And spit out at the same time As Eminem is doing it uh, But there was not much reaction From the crowd Yeah
1: <laughs> It wasn't a little weird It wasn't like You look at like, a Trump rally And the people are like Fawning and cheering And screaming And going crazy They right. were not doing that here And he was rapping They couldn't even sway To the beat <laughs> Because I think everybody was as bewildered as we were. Like, we. It's like, what's happening? What is going on here? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so keep an eye on him, though, because he's really really moving. Well, the other major story that we do have to talk about is the wildfires in Hawaii. 96 people confirmed dead already, and the number is expected to keep rising.
0: I saw 98 already. Yeah,
1: it it, it changes by the hour. Right. If you've seen videos and pictures and like these drone footage of the fires, it's Gehenna. It looks like you're looking at Gehenna.
0: Yeah, no, it's the devastation is just shocking.
1: It's, it's really, really horrible. I believe it's the, I mean, it's definitely the worst, uh, fire tragedy in the history of the United States. Uh, but it's one of the biggest tragedies in the United States in terms of number of people who died and, uh, you know. Biden is coming under a lot of heat because he was vacationing, I believe, in Delaware while this whole thing was going down. And instead of leaving vacation and, you know, going there, or at least leaving and going to the Situation Room, something, he just continued on his vacation. And uh, as reporters would follow him and ask him questions, he would just keep saying no comment.
0: Here's where you can see the huge uh, contrast between trump and biden you know that trump would be
1: there he would have been there already giving out trump orders to everybody like he did in puerto rico
0: (laughs) (laughs) right exactly that's him that's what he does biden is on vacation while it's happening it it seems a little weird it's a
1: bad really bad look really bad look
0: yeah and and It's interesting i mean a lot of people are talking about you know there's a lot of celebrity homes that are there but somehow those didn't get touched i don't know if that's a conspiracy theory or what
1: speaking of conspiracy theories and uh, this was sent to me by amir in bergenfield and uh, so it seems that there's now a new conspiracy theory unfolding about the hawaiian wildfires so the sacred haleakala volcano in hawaii which is where this whole wildfire originated. So it seems there was a fuel spill there. And then there were mysterious bright green lasers above the sky. Do you remember back when the, the Chinese, uh, balloon or whatever they, yeah, the spy balloons, the spy balloons. We talked about how there were green lasers shooting down onto Hawaii. There's actually footage of it. And so they saw these lasers and NASA has said that it was not then and that they believe that it originated from a Chinese satellite. So now you have fuel spill, Chinese lasers, wildfire, need I say more?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, if we can pin this on China, that's, you know, that's great.
1: Well, is it, is it great? I mean, we, we now know that it's very likely that, uh, COVID probably came from them. Oh, you think exactly. And do you, is there any repercussions? not really no so, exactly so nothing's going to happen but it's a interesting conspiracy theory i'm just shocked that nowhere in this conspiracy theory where it's talking about space lasers starting wildfires the word jew doesn't appear anywhere <laughs> to me that that's is a win a win huge win for the jews <laughs>
0: i'll take it you know what we take what we can get
1: yes but um, but back to Biden for a second. So you know how Israel and the Saudis, you know, there's a lot going on there and there's speculation that they're close to a deal. But the Jerusalem Post, among others, is noting that it seems that the Biden administration is actually holding up the deal. So whereas Trump was pushing these deals forward and constantly doing things that were eventually helping Israel, the Biden administration is asking for Netanyahu to give concessions to the Palestinians in exchange for the Saudi deal. Well, in, in actuality, the Saudis, to do the deal, they need America to sweeten the deal, right? So America saying, well, we're not going to sweeten the deal unless Netanyahu reforms and he gets some of the extremists out of his uh, cabinet, etc.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Define sweeten the deal. Like, where is America in on this? It's, a, it's Saudi Arabia, it's Israel, they want to make a deal. Like, why is America in this at all?
1: They'll give them security guarantees. They'll give them weapons. They'll sell them some of our advanced technology uh, aircraft, as an example. Who doesn't want an F-22 Raptor? You know I want one.
0: (laughs) I'll take one. I think we should put a GoFundMe together (laughs) and get this guy an F-22 Raptor. You know, how much could it cost already?
1: Uh, $350 I
0: think, by the way, we have enough listeners we can make this happen let's get him an f-22 Raptor, (laughs) Hebra.
1: you actually you're reminding me do you remember that famous story of the guy that there was there was a commercial that pepsi ran that in 1996 that if you collected the tops of uh pepsi bottles you could win things and in the commercial they showed a harrier fighter which is a fighter jet right and it was like a joke right like and if you get i think it was seven million you could win this fighter jet 7 million pepsi bottle caps 7 million points i don't know exactly how the points worked but if you got seven million you could win a harrier jet so of course this one dude decides john leonard 20 year old business student at the time decides that he's gonna go for it and i totally get that because who doesn't want to have their own harrier jet he collected the seven million points and came to pepsi and pepsi was like well No, that was like a joke.
0: (laughs) You're not getting a fighter jet, bro. That's
1: right. So he sued them. He sued them. Yeah, he sued them to get his fighter jet. And? So actually, I'm reading online. So he found a loophole in the promotion. It allowed him to buy Pepsi points at 10 cents per point. And then he raised $700,000 so that he would be able to buy 7 million pepsi points but the judge in the end sided with pepsi and said that it was obviously you know you can't land the, fi- in the in the in the uh commercial the fighter jet lands like on a school campus and so the judge said well obviously that's ridiculous that would never happen so it was obviously meant to be a joke um in the end here's the crazy part the postscript pepsi re-released that advertisement but they put the jet at 700 million Pepsi points. <laughs>
0: There's no way they're getting that. <laughs> 700,000 is a lot of money to lose.
1: For a 21-year-old in business school, yeah. Big loss. Yeah,
0: he he probably borrowed that money.
1: Yes. But back to Biden. So, yeah. So it seems like his administration is holding up this deal, this uh, Saudi-Israel deal. But we can hope that it comes to fruition because, yeah, that, that'd that be really good for Israel. And um, also coming out of Israel, by the way, I know you saw this one. This is from the Jerusalem Post. Uh, A large Israeli snake died when it tried to eat a porcupine. (laughs) Where do you find these stories? (laughs) No, I'll tell you why. This was the Jerusalem Post. But I'll tell you why I left and why I decided to, to bring it up because so it's not it's not major news that a snake dies from eating a porcupine i mean it is interesting right because the porcupine quills they're angled backwards so what happens is the snake tries to eat it uh he's having some trouble but now he's trapped in the quills so he died but i was just thinking and the porcupine also died he can't get away either. he can't get away They're, they're
0: trapped and only only an israeli snake oh
1: that's exactly what i was gonna say this is such an israeli snake
0: Right? He's like, no, 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 don't worry. I, I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> what, you afraid of him? Don't. Please. Please, you know how many times I eat guys like him? Please. What, he's scarier than a lion? One time I get a lion. Exactly. And why was he mistaken? Yes. did was see mistaken? It's,
1: this is like the epitome of Israeli animals. <laughs> Israeli right. Snake.
0: It's like, what a way to go. Like, you understand? yeah like the, the other snakes must have been like, uh, you heard what happened to this man, huh? <laughs> Finally it, uh, catch up with him. you know He think he, got, he can do everything, please. Well? He's dead now. Uh,
1: yeah. Israeli snakes man. Also in snake news <laughs> why, I don't know why that's even a lead in snake news, but there was a snake spot in the baggage claim area at Pearson International Airport in Canada. And the crazy Wait, that's part is in Toronto, right? Yeah. And the crazy wow, part is that, like in the in the in the video of it, which we'll post to our WhatsApp group, you see like a, a, an airport employee catching the snake.
0: So there's a snake out and about, <laughs> and this guy decided he's going to just get in in his
1: knapsack. <laughs> All I know is that I keep. We could do a whole episode on the crazy things that go on in airports. And maybe we should do that.
0: You know what? I think that should be like special features, you know? <laughs> like a bonus episode, just airport stories.
1: And speaking of airports, travel is now back and it's actually higher than pre-covid levels. So people are traveling. People are in airports, everybody's traveling, everybody wants to go somewhere. And um I mean we all knew these people like that were climbing the walls during COVID. (laughs) I think that's what it was,
0: right? People that have that travel bug, you know, that they they must be on a plane. There was actually people that went like in by JFK, they have like a TWA lounge that looks like an actual plane. There were people going there because they needed that sensory uh, experience. They needed to be on a uh, uh, in a plane seat, buckled, buckled up and like ready to fly. Some people are absolutely crazy. Yes. <laughs> like I, I'll travel. Like I don't like love to travel. I don't like travel just to travel. There are people that will just take planes just to take planes. Yeah, Dan like from can, Dan's Deals, right? right? Oh, you just sent me something from Dan's Deals, oh, right? Oh, that's like right. A video?
1: That's right. I did the Volvo deal
0: yes yeah that's which is only by the way he's the only person on this planet that can figure out such a deal
1: well i saw that video i guess we'll include that in the whatsapp give him some free uh free exposure but i actually own a volvo as do you right i do and both of us didn't know about this because if we did so you'll you'll see the video when we post it but essentially what dan is saying is that if you buy a volvo you can ask for it to be delivered to you in europe They will fly you to Europe. They will put you up in a hotel. You could do it, I believe, for it's up to three months. Then you drive the car to the dock. They put it in a container, and they ship it to wherever you want it to go. So we both missed out. It's
0: so ridiculous. What a great way to just spend three months in Europe. It's not like I have three months to spend in Europe anyway. that's true. (laughs) I I can't just drop everything and just be like, you know what? I'm in Europe now.
1: Okay, but speaking of travel, one thing I'll tell you is don't come to the major cities across the United States, because I'm sure you've been seeing the videos of like these flash mobs that are like looting and and wreaking havoc across the country.
0: I object to your usage of the word flash mob, because that's generally <laughs> like a joyous thing. Yes. Like I want to be walking in the mall and all of a sudden some <laughs> random music comes on and a bunch of men are dancing around me. I'm like, what is this? that's a flash mob (laughs) yes
1: except these end their dance by stealing a bunch of ipads and running away right but this this there was one that happened uh in Nordstrom's right yes yes we're gonna actually talk about that well so I'll just mention for example so Seattle a Seattle cop resigned and in his resignation letter he said quote criminals are running the city in New York in New York City the New York Post police bureau chief was punched by a stranger during her commute no reason in San Francisco government employees were told to work from home due to rampant crime outside the Nancy Pelosi federal building in San Francisco that's how much crime there is in San Francisco and of course the story that you mentioned which was the looting in Nordstrom that happened in LA and those videos were everywhere
0: I mean if you're gonna do it right get 30 of your best friends (laughs) <laughs> and do it right you know what i'm saying like like why go small like go big or go home
1: it's true. <laughs> it's, true it's true today as well so not that this is funny but interestingly the hindustan times coming out of india covered this story but it seems that their reporters decided to get some of their facts from a parody twitter account the parody twitter account said that the Loss in that looting was over two hundred million dollars. So in actuality, it was thirty thousand dollars worth of stolen <laughs> merchandise.
0: If you think about it, how is it even possible?
1: Two hundred take- million dollars? How's that there possible? Isn't, there isn't two hundred million dollars in the whole store. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Does that that make sense? So they saw this parody Twitter account, and they reported it as fact in the Hindustan Times. <laughs>
0: I wonder if anyone got in trouble for that. Like, it's, it seems like an innocent mistake,
1: right? I mean, come on. This is one of the most reported stories in America for over the last week, and you, you you, were off by hundreds of millions of dollars?
0: <laughs> Rakesh to my office now, please. Where do you get your facts? Right? This is very, very wrong. I'm sorry, we're going to have to let you go
1: coming out of michigan a southfield woman so she bought a pack of sealed organic spinach and you know what organic means lots of bugs right because less pesticides etc so we you know spinach is notorious for being difficult to clean fresh spinach is easy easier baby spinach let's say is easier to check for bugs Uh, but spinach is notorious for having bugs and difficult to clean and so she opened the package and camouflaged among the spinach was a live frog no
0: oh yes wow you know what at least it was live imagine that happened i mean if it was dead you, you there's a chance you eat it right if, how if it was are you gonna live, eat a frog i don't know <laughs> under a under a spinach you just stab it with the
1: fork <laughs> oh, by the way disgusting. No, so, disgusting by the way
0: that's why i don't like i don't do salad when it's like large leaf I can't stab my food. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. I need... My salads are all chopped. Yes. Yes. I'm with you on that. only do chopped
1: salads. Like, if I can't eat the salad with a spoon, then it's out. You know, it's interesting. There's a product that I saw years ago. It's probably still for sale. It's a salad cutter. It looks like big scissors. And the... uh, It has, like, let's say, four or five, let's say, blades that come together. And you, let's say you buy a salad, and you use these scissors to to cut up all of your lettuce into smaller pieces. Now I know what to get you on your birthday.
0: I mean, that does sound great. I mean, I don't know if I would want it in my kitchen with little kids and stuff. Sounds like it's a tree <laughs> hedger. You know what I'm saying? Like it sounds like it's it sounds like a horror would,
1: movie waiting to tr- happen. Right? To tr- trim
0: the hedges with it, right? So but if- I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not I sure hear if that's, that. that's what you want to get me for the birthday.
1: But for me, like I read these stories, and this shows you, I guess, my warped brain. So I read this story, and of course, my brain starts going to, you know, kosher salads and checking for bugs. And I just immediately start imagining like this happening in a, in a restaurant, and the Mashkiach is there and he's checking the spinach. And as he's checking, he encounters a live frog. Yes, and it jumps up and hits him right in the eye, and then he's
0: chasing it around the kitchen. <laughs> By the way, if he gets out into the dining area, havoc. <laughs> it's over, right? The restaurant closes. You understand? <laughs> Somebody catch it. Somebody get it. It's good. <laughs> he says, Miguel, 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 get it. Grab it. It's good. <laughs> I imagine him holding a press conference afterwards. (laughs) Raboisei, unfortunately, a frog, got loose in the kitchen. We did everything we could, but he got into the main dining area and scared away all the customers.
1: Don't eat the pastrami.
0: (laughs) It will never happen again. Please look away for
1: this time only. (laughs) And lastly, this one comes from Florida. Residents of Pinecrest have been terrorized by, guess what? Peacocks. Oh, come on. They're friendly animals. You would think. But when you have a lot of them, so they actually, the the quote actually uh, addresses that. Here's the quote from the commissioner. Quote, I know everyone sees them and they're like, oh, they're so beautiful. But when you have a pack of 20 squawking at three in the morning, it gets a little annoying and everybody calls their county commissioner. When they see their reflection in cars and in windows, they attack it. They get on top of the roof. They're very protective about their nests.
0: (laughs) Oh, so they're damaging property. Yeah. Oh, that can get serious. Yeah. But I like there's actually places where peacocks roam free. Like, I feel like they're just in zoos.
1: I know. And, and you know, when you see them in zoos and you have your kids and you're, oh, oh, he's going to show the feathers. You know, we, we get very, very excited about it, you know? Yes. And here you could just go to Pinecrest, just walk around.
0: <laughs> they're hanging out. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not careful, you'll get pecked.
1: Are peacocks kosher, by the way?
0: I don't think so. I mean, I say that because I just don't recall it being on any restaurant menu. And 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 like like kosher food is at the point where if it's kosher they're going to serve it. Am I wrong? It's a good point, right? You can Uh, you can get venison, you can get bison, you can get like these are all on menus. I have not seen peacock. So I mean, braised braised peacock (laughs) with a side of uh, with
1: this with side of shallots (laughs) on top of a bed of mashed potatoes. Uh, so I don't see it. it seems that the peacock actually so we know that you know the terror lists the the kosher birds right unlike you know regular mammals where they they uh where you have signs you know, chewing its cud split hooves with birds any type of fowl they, they have to be listed and so we poskin that we have to have a, a tradition about a specific bird being kosher and we talked a little bit about this, I, I believe, once on a Thanksgiving episode about turkey. Uh, and since we don't have a tradition that peacocks are kosher, so they're not, but they do seem to be, they have signs, they do follow the signs of what kosher birds usually do follow. So the only thing they're missing is the tradition, but otherwise they would be kosher.
0: hmm I don't know. I don't know if I can eat a peacock, but the truth is, it would probably plate very nicely, like with those feathers. <laughs> those feathers. With those feathers, <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? and then when you're done, you take that feather, you stick it in your hat. It's a win. <laughs> it's a win-win. Not I hate win. I hate those people with the with the peacock feathers in their hat. Can we, we? And and is it just me or it seems like people are getting more feathered? Right? Yes. Are you seeing more you know feathers what? in hats? Yes. It's it's
0: just whatever is like the style, like there's much more shtick when it comes to hats lately
1: right that's what i'm seeing all of a sudden now it's like what type of feather do you have in your hat
0: well it's all up to the salesman right right it's like they they have to you know it they push these things like if that's what's the new thing in the hat store that's what they're pushing right i
1: guess it makes sense because the hat style hasn't changed in right a hundred years so they got to make it Mm. more enticing
0: Well, no, things change. Obviously, like brim sizes, cram sizes. but but but
1: relatively the same.
0: Yeah, I mean, a fedora is a fedora. Exactly. Right, but then you're going to walk into a hat store and be like, you know. But you walk into a hat store and you'll hear something like, you are going to love the new style. There's a peacock feather straight from (laughs) Pancras. Imported straight from Pancrest. Florida, Pancrest. this is a wild <laughs> peacock. This is not from a zoo.
1: He damaged his windows.
0: <laughs> you, you, you're gonna love it. Nobody will have a feather like this in the whole stable.
1: Good place to end. And don't forget, by the way, we do have a call-in number. So friends, family members who don't have access to the podcast online can call in and listen to any of our podcasts. The call-in number is 605-417-0303. And of course, it will be in the show notes.
0: Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with someone that you think would enjoy it. Of course, you know you can follow us on social. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Follow us there. You can also reach out to us by email. It's hock, H-O-C-K, at kiddushclubpodcast.com. And you can support the cast by visiting us at buymeacoffee.com slash club. The link is in the show notes. And we are out. Hello, Miguel. Grab the frog. No, <laughs> no. Grab it. Grab it. Pascual, what what, what? what? Where are you? You're running away. You're supposed to run to. Run after the frog. <laughs> and then, uh, Carlos, I got to put Carlos in there.
1: It's not even Fleischig. It's 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 Treif. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want the Mushkeef doing a press conference. <laughs> after all this. Unfortunately, okay, a frog okay, wait, 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 got wait, wait. loose okay, in wait, the wait. kitchen. No, stop, stop. <laughs> don't forget to rate us five stars on... Oh my God. I didn't hear. Is there a beep? Don't forget to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. I don't know. You're really bothering me. Your faces are bothering me. Make sure to rate us five stars on... Why can't I say stars? Beep.
1: Having nightmares, deja vu. It's a simple line. It's just one just, line. I know, I know. I'm, I'm,
0: could you please have some tolerance? Be sure to rate us five stars on... Did I say stars? Stars. <laughs> right, at least we're getting an outtake reel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Doesn't Go. make me feel better. Be sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. It helps other people see the podcast.
1: And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.